Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host out here in Las Vegas, live out here in Las Vegas. Your other host is on East Coast out in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. How are you? Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Friday, my man. I feel like we've been waiting years. I feel like we've been waiting like decades here with Benjamin Button to get to the Super Bowl, where it's finally here, only a couple days away. I'm super excited, Pritch. We have a great guest. You've been continuing to get these great guests on the show. We'll talk to Jason Campbell, former NFL quarterback, get his take on the Super Bowl. But Pritch, I don't know. I'm jealous because I'm in Boston. You're in Vegas. I wish I could go to the Stormy event tonight, the big beers and betting game. And I got to get you to get me an autograph of Billy Walters. I can't wait for this exclusive interview. Billy Walters with the VEASAN crew talking about sports betting. It should be fantastic. That's going to be Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday at noon. So a lot going on, Pritch. It's exciting. Happy Friday, my man. Happy Friday as well. I played a golf course or two, but I haven't met him personally, though. Uh, Looking forward to that interview. Only the legend can get an interview like that. Uh, Brent Musburger, right? (laughs) Oh, seriously. And again, as sports bettors, you know, talk about uh, maybe, I don't know if he's going to give away his secrets. I doubt he will, but maybe things that he looks for when he's making a bet, his take on the industry as it's expanding. This is going to be a fantastic conversation. So props to Bill AD and Brian Musburger for making this happen. I can't wait to watch this interview on Sunday. All right. It's Friday. A lot to break down with the Super Bowl, but let's start uh, with the fact uh, that we had the uh, awards, uh, uh, honors awards for the National Football League last night. I didn't watch all of it. I watched some of it. Uh, but no surprises, I don't think, Josh. Uh, MVP Aaron Rodgers, he opened at 11-1. That was not a surprise right there. I mean, we kind of – and everybody really has focused in on the year that Aaron Rodgers had this year. Yeah, seriously. And, again, now he's only one MVP behind Peyton Manning. He has four, so uh, second most MVPs all time here. So congrats to Rodgers. And, Pritch, I think when you look at these awards, I think there's one of two ways to approach them. Like, obviously, these markets are available all year long. You Mm -hmm. get your opening number. But what I've kind of seen over the years betting this award is that it really pays to wait. You know, again, on the one hand, if you bet it early and you get a great number, you get a guy 11 to 1. You know, Rodgers ended up closing. I think the last thing I saw was he was like minus 500. So on the one hand, it's like get it early, and if you get it right, you get a huge payout. But to me, I'd rather wait longer because, remember, we had Tom Brady as the favorite pretty much all-year MVP. Uh, Rodgers turned it on late. They got the number one seed. 
I think to me, I'll sacrifice maybe a good number. And again, it's all about getting the best number, but by waiting later, like Mac Jones was the rookie of the year, pretty much all year as the favorite, then chase that big game against the chiefs. He has a, you know, a million catches, a million yards, and pretty much that won him is the award. So I think moving forward, I hope betters were able to listen to us and maybe cash some of these bets. But if you haven't, and you want to bet these awards in the years coming up, I would wait late because, again, that late movement, you can really get more data, more information, and cash some bets based on that late movement. I would say like week 16, 17, placing those bets can really pay off. Well, I think it's a teachable moment because look at the closing odds. Uh, minus 650 right there for Aaron Rodgers. At some point, though, uh, you kind of have to get a feel or develop a feel on which way the voting would go. Uh, and, okay, the narrative. I, I think Aaron Rodgers took that PR hit. Uh, with the with the medical <laughs> advice from Rogan, right? I mean, he did take a, a PR hit. We know that, but yet he bounced back certainly with the performances out there on the field, and and he won people over that way. So minus six fifty there, maybe a surprise, uh, not not really. I, I mean, T.J. Watt because the year that he had certainly right, um, but opening odds he was plus seven hundred, closing odds minus four hundred, obviously. Uh, but when you think about defensive player of the year, you know people had momentum for Micah Parsons for sure, but. I got you. Got to remember, T.J. Watt was a runner-up last year, I believe, uh, for this award. So uh, for him to exceed what he did as a runner-up last year, I mean, I, that was tremendous. Not not a big surprise to me. Yeah, not a huge surprise. And again, typically, you know, whoever leads the league in sacks, it's a pretty good chance he's probably going to be defensive player of the year. And you obviously saw him, you know, end up, I think, what, he tied the record there, Pritchett? I don't know. I don't believe, yeah, tied it. I don't think he broke it. Mm -hmm. I think one and a half his last game. But uh, another thing here, Pritch, is like, you know, we talk about this a lot, and I know a lot of people's eyes glaze over when I get into the bets and dollars. But look at these winners here. We talk about this quite a bit. Low bets, higher dollars. You want the amount of money to be much larger than the amount of bets because that tells you the bigger, sharper wagers are in their favor. So, for example, Aaron Rodgers, only 8% of tickets, but 25% of the handle. A good low bets, higher dollar. Same thing, Cooper Cup, who, by the way, Pritch, remember we did a show and it was Taylor and Cooper Cup, That's you know, right. just a, pretty much a coin flip. Yep. And, and you were right all along talking about Cup and, the, and you know, the, uh, the, the triple crown there. Mm-hmm. But look at Cup, 9% of tickets, 25% of the money. Same thing with TJ Watt. He was kind of a popular play at 23% of bets, but he took in 62% of the handle. So, you know, when we talk about all these bet first dollar splits and getting the data from BetMGM, you can really use it to your advantage. If you can look at the line movement and really, to me, the sweet spot is, you know, you want the line going toward the player, but you also want low bets, higher dollars. Like with Brady, he was getting the most tickets, but a lower share of money. Rogers had, again, low tickets, but much higher dollars. Just think of it that way when you're betting these awards. Pay attention to the low bets, higher dollars. To me, that's another way to win some of these bets. Great information, Josh. I love it. Keep keep, keep bringing us that great uh, tidbits <laughs> right there because that's outstanding. It can separate your betting uh, and your bankroll for sure or increase your bankroll. Uh, so offensive rookie of the year, Jamar Chase. No surprises right there. Defensive rookie of the year. Certainly Micah Parsons, no surprise there at, at all. Uh, comeback player of the year. How about this one, though? Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, right? Uh, here comes Joe Burrow, opening odds plus 800. Um, I think everybody had Dak Prescott uh, with ink uh, as comeback player of the year for the majority of the year. Yeah, so after the show, Pritch, you're going to walk up to the bar at the South Point, get a drink for our guy, Ben Wilson, our producer, because he had a great number on Dak Prescott Mm -hmm. at plus money. And again, it was kind of Prescott Burrow the whole time, but really Prescott was kind of a favorite until the bitter end. Uh, But then they kind of wrap up 
Uh, and again, Prescott tailed off a little bit there at the end, which cost him. But Burrow, kind of what he did, his completion percentage, his quarterback rating, taking this team to the next level, also going deep in the playoffs. Did that, you know, Super Bowl, obviously, did that influence some betters to lean on him right. going further than what Prescott did with the Cowboys? But again, 25% bets. 43% money and other low bets, higher dollar. And then Pritch, coach of the year. We did a lot of shows where, you know, at one point it was Kingsbury Belichick. And mm-hmm. then obviously you had Taylor who was in there uh, as like a plus 130. But shout out to Michael Lombardi. He really identified Vrabel from the start. And what Vrabel was able to do, obviously you have an early exit from the playoffs. You didn't go as far as you wanted. But to get the one seed, and I think there was a stat I saw in terms of games missed and injuries. They were kind of the most injury riddled team all season long. Uh, obviously you lose Henry, uh, but you make do and you get a one seed. Vrabel, 28% tickets, 32% handle. He's able to win that award. Pritch, wouldn't it be nice if we got a 25 to one? That's the one award though, Pritch, that I would bet early, like coach of the year. Okay. Because unlike the other ones, there's no coach who's like, you know, plus 500, plus 400. You mm-hmm. start a year, they're all like 15, 20 to one. So that's the one that I'd maybe take a, a shot on early in the year to get a better number. Well, coach of the year kind of gets difficult for me because I'm trying to understand the voters and shout out to Michael Lombardi, like you mentioned, shout out to follow the money, Mitch and Polly for having Peter King on their show uh, and giving some insight, right? I mean, because coach of the year is baffling to me. Like, what do you, what do you do to win coach of the year? Like, what did Mike Vrabel do? This is a legitimate question. What did he do as as a coach, as a head coach, to win coach of the year? Yeah, so I think to win coach of the year, it's one of two things. One, you have a really good record despite all the injuries. That's kind of the path that Vrabel took. The other one, which, again, is why I thought Taylor was kind of a decent bet there. Like, uh, to me, he was kind of the money. And, again, late movement obviously went to Vrabel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he kind of closed plus 350. He wasn't a big minus number or anything. It's not like, you know, with, with Burrow, you know, he gets to pretty much even money or a minus number. Uh, the other way is you have a really bad team and you take him to a good team. So it's kind of surprising. To me, that's a bad beat for Taylor. Like, yeah, Vrabel kind of made the most out of the least. But Taylor went from a losing record, terrible franchise to now taking his team in the Super Bowl. And again, to your point with the voters, Pritch, they're not I don't think they're supposed to, you know, take that into account. Mm-hmm. How can you not if you're if you're voting on this? To me, the love for Vrabel, it's warranted. But I think if you're a Taylor backer and holding that ticket, that's a pretty bad beat. He really turned a bad team into a great team. I think he would have been deserving of that award. Yeah, I get it. I mean, they beat Kansas City and Buffalo. I believe Derrick Henry was healthy, though, when they beat those teams, right? <laughs> I think so, yeah. So and again, when he did more with less, uh, that was beating, uh, I guess, the Colts and went in a division, uh, you know, the Rams. Uh, I'm trying to think of the teams in which he did not have Derrick Henry. He lost to the Texans. He <laughs> lost to the Texans. He lost to the Patriots. I mean, yeah, he beat the Jaguars. He lost to the Steelers. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it gets fascinating from a coach of the year standpoint. I think when you generate momentum, like the time of year when you have Derrick Henry and you beat the Kansas City Chiefs, I don't know. What if the Bengals would have beat the Kansas City Chiefs earlier in their season, right? Zach Taylor uh, maybe wins coach of the year. Is it is it the time of the year when you have that signature win? I mean, certainly there was a lot of momentum from Vrabel. I, I get it. He's a blue-collar guy. A lot of people respect that about him. But I'm just trying to distinguish what he actually did to win the award this year. 
It's probably just getting that one seed, Pritch, with okay. all the injuries, and you get the one seed. I would assume that's kind of the reason why a lot of people voted for him. But uh, to your point, let's let's look at those divisions. I mean, right. you got a lot of cupcakes there in that division. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you had the Jaguars twice. You had the Texans twice. You know, the Colts are Jekyll and Hyde. Sometimes they feel like they're a really good team. Other times they let you down with Carson Wentz. Uh, but then look at the division, what the Bengals did. To right. me, it's more impressive what the Bengals did. I mean, you got to play the Steelers twice, the Ravens twice. I know the Browns had a down year. but What was their win total preseason, too? Oh, I six mean, and a half far exceeded yeah. the win total. I, I don't, I can't remember what uh, the Titans win total was. I wanted to say it's like nine, nine and a half. Cause okay. I remember I actually took the over and they needed 10 wins. But uh, again, that's kind of a baseline for that team with Vrabel. He's been around 10 wins every year. Right. Again, to me, I, the more I think about it, that's a, if you're holding a Taylor <laughs> ticket today, you're pretty upset. He did a lot to win you that award and maybe just the voters weren't behind him. Yeah. You just got to get that information. Uh, speaking of information, this Super Bowl Sunday, Billy Walters, the Michael Jordan of sports betting sits down with v for only his second interview ever. Uh, his first with was 60 Minutes, and now he joins legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger for an in-depth conversation discussing the current state of sports betting, advice to gamblers based on his life as a sports better, as well as his upcoming memoirs. Uh, this exclusive interview is available only on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Tonight, uh, we're going to show an extended clip from the interview on primetime action, 7 p.m. Eastern with Gil and Matt. Uh, then watch the entire, the complete entire interview this Sunday at noon Eastern, only on vcin.com. There you go. Get your popcorn ready uh, for the Billy Walters interview with Brent Musburger. Certainly uh, tune in for that for sure. Uh, come up next, we get into our best bets coming up for the Super Bowl. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They fight, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, gonna, not, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. 
Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. The big game is right around the corner, and it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. And conditions must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1 800 522 4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Uh, just watching Joe Burr on TV right now. You think that'll stick, Josh? Joe Burr? Yeah. You got to. I haven't heard this. Tell me about this. Well, what, is his this nickname, nickname for Burrow yeah, because he got Joe Cool already for Joe Montana. Oh. All these Joes, they got all these nicknames. Uh, with Joe Willie Namath, uh, and then uh, <laughs> Joe Burr. I don't know if that's going to stick though. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is like the TikTok generation. Pritch. I'm already getting too old for some of these. Like I'm a millennial, but some of this stuff goes over my head. We got to get something better than that. He deserves a better nickname than that. All right. Speaking of uh, news and notes for the National Football League, uh, CJ Uzoma, the tight end, limited in practice. Uh, he's trending towards playing. Uh, I, I, we've mentioned this all week, though. I, he's not going to be 100%. I don't know how impactful uh, he's going to be. And then Tyler Higby did not practice uh, and, and because of the severity of his MCL sprain, uh, game time decision for those who will actually for Higby uh, is trending towards Uzama playing in this game in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so obviously if you're a Bengals fan, this is good news. Uzama's been a big target over the middle who's right. had a ton of big catches throughout the year. Kind of a uh, security blanket here for Burrow. And Pritch, depending on how effective he is, I mean, think about that Super Bowl with Rob Gronkowski. I think the second Giants one where he had a really busted up leg or ankle. He was out there. Remember the Hail Mary he almost caught there at the mm-hmm. end? Uh, he was all wrapped up. So even if Uzama, you know, isn't at his you know top of his game, you still got to cover him. So whether he's, uh, again, a decoy or just out there to know the playbook or get you five yards on a first down, I think it's a good boost for the Bengals. And obviously Higby, a guy who has emerged on this uh, Rams team, uh, looks like he's trending on not playing. And uh, by the way, Pritch, there was something that just came out. I just saw on Twitter. Uh, as a former player, you're, I think this is pretty impressive. Uh, Raheem Morris just told reporters that Eric Weddle is going to wear the green dot in his helmet. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. This guy was retired. He didn't play all year. Now he's going to be the signal caller in the playoffs. He led the team in tackles in the NFC Championship game. That's pretty amazing that he went from the street to now calling the plays in the Super Bowl. You got to give it to Weddle. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, that tells you they don't have any linebackers, too, though, Josh. I mean, Weddle's That's another be, way to look yeah, at it. Yeah, he's going to be playing linebacker with that dying personnel, which is a great indicator. I'm glad you mentioned that. So as betters, you can anticipate more safeties on the field or more nickel-dime packages for the Rams right there. Right there with that info. Yeah, and with that info, you know, do you run the ball a little bit more? Right. The, the two eye safeties. So, mm-hmm. again, we're looking at a lot of these props here with Joe Mixon. There was an interesting one, Pritch. Uh, Mixon and Akers, who will just have more uh, or who will lead the game in, in rushing yards? It's minus 110 Mixon. Uh, it's minus 105, I believe, for uh, for Akers here. So, with, you know, again, Weddle getting up in the box or, uh, you know, kind of daring you to run the ball, what the Patriots used to do with Peyton Manning. 
Does that lead you to hey say hey maybe Mixon could be worth a look at to his over rushing yards and to uh, leading the game in rushing yards? Yeah, I would put that to the test right there. You just mentioned Eric Weddle, Green Dot guy now. <laughs> Great information, Josh Applebaum. Uh, I would put that to the test whether or not he can uh, live up to covering uh, that caliber of wide receivers in the Super Bowl. I definitely. Uh, would put that to the test. Man, that just got my in-game experience a little spicy right there uh, when you mentioned that. So let's get to some plays here uh, because combined, and Ben Wilson, our producer, informed me of this, combined you and I, divisional round, conference championship, nine and two. How about that? There we we're getting hot at the right time, Pritch. That's this is right. a good sign. Yeah, the Cash regular season was a grind, but here we go. We're, <laughs> we got some good momentum going in the big game. Cash and tickets, though, and, and making money for the audience. That's what it's all about. Certainly, the playoffs. So four and one for me, six and five for you. Uh, over fifty percent for me on the season, Josh. I'll take that all day, any day, uh, for sure. Uh, but my plays, I like the over. Uh, I do over forty-eight and a half. Uh, I'm. I'm Kind of not confident about it, but I still like it still because there has not been line movement. I was anticipating betters hitting that and maybe betting the over. Uh, I, I do like Boyd over 30 and eight and a half reception yards. I do like Odell Beckham Jr. Anytime touchdown plus 125. And then the Bengals, they have more first downs uh, plus 130. That's where I found it. Uh, so the reasons why the Bengals, I mean, they are the guys and in, in, in on the field that come from behind, right? I mean, it, even if they're down, they find a way, adversity, they find a way. Uh, and on doing that, if you're going to find a way to, to come back, if you have to, uh, then certainly accumulating first downs is the name of the game for me. You know, we've seen the Rams kind of play prevent. We saw that against Tampa, and, and it kind of hurt them. Uh, so with all those defensive backs, five and six defensive backs, uh, if they're not getting that immense pressure, uh, intense pressure as well on Burrow, uh, I, I think the Bengals can certainly light up that particular stat with the most first downs. Yeah, so I do like that that uh, play there, Pritch. And again, kind of the way the eye test tells you is, uh, you know, kind of the Bengals. I know you think of Chase and you know having you know fifty yard uh, bombs and you know run after the catch, but they're more of a methodical mm -hmm. type off offense. I feel like with Burrow, you know, whether he's running for a first down or you know, uh, obviously with Boyd, a guy who's taken in some uh, money not only in his over receiving yards, Pritch, but also over receptions, three and a half. I think that's juiced up like minus one twenty. Whereas you look at the Rams, I feel like they're kind of the more explosive, like big play, you know, Cooper Cup down the sideline type situation. So the plus 130, I can get behind there, Pritch. Uh, the other one I want to mention, the, the Bengals Rams, the over 48 and a half. Mm -hmm. To your credit, you're getting the best of the number here, Pritch. So uh, I'm a little wary when we get to my playbook. I'm going to attack the total in a, a different regard. But as Gamble and Lou uh, was on earlier this week and mentioned, you know, this is going to be probably your low watermark. I'd be surprised if it gets down to 48. I'm thinking when you get to Sunday, the excitement of the big game, you're probably going to get a flood of over money. Remember, this thing opened around 50. There was a 50 and a half opener, 49 and a half. It has fallen here. You do have some trends to the under historically. But just in terms of getting the best of the number, Pritch, the 48 and a half to me, like, does it go to 48? It's mm -hmm. possible. But I think maybe it comes back closer to the opener as we get closer to game time. So to your point, you're getting a good number there. Yeah, I said this before, uh, right when the playoffs started, really, that uh, if you look at the Bengals, they're the more balanced team, even more balanced than uh, when you can look at Buffalo. I mean, obviously, they're more balanced than Buffalo. Uh, and that's hard. I mean, but uh, to, hard to defend, meaning. So, but if you look at the Rams, are they patient enough to accumulate first downs and, and matriculate the football down the field. Are they, are they patient enough to do that? You're right. They're, they are uh, a strike offense, right? They want to go down vertically down that field and make the big play. Let's get to your best bets, though, Josh. Outstanding all year. 
I appreciate it, Pritch. Yeah, so we got a few of them here. So I am holding a ticket on Bengals plus four and a half. I've kind of been looking at them all, you know, last two weeks here, mm-hmm. just in general. Um, you kind of have the, you know, pro Rams bias, the anti Bengals. They're still the Bengals. How do you play them? Uh, just take the team that was kind of expected to be here and had the better win total and all that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's the home stadium as well. So you have kind of that public mindset. But to me, Pritch, it was all about getting the best number and wanting to go contrarian in the most heavily bet game of the year. So it opened three and a half. It got all the way to four and a half. I was surprised it went to four and a half. But Kind of as we predicted all week, the juice was on the four and a half with the Bengals minus 120, like it's going to get down to four. And that's exactly what happened. So I think if you're holding a Bengals ticket, if you got the four and a half, do we get back to four and a half on game day? I'm not sure. Maybe four is kind of the resting spot here, but I'll take the points with Joe Burrow uh, in a big game. Who's won his last two outright as a dog. Uh, and if you look at these dogs getting three or more since the 08 Super Bowl, they're eight and two against the spread. So I'm holding the Bengals four and a half. Uh, I would look at another teaser, another teaser I placed. And again, now you're down to four. So uh, if you want to play this now, it'd probably be four up to 10, but I'll take the Bengals up to 10 and a half, go through the seven, go through the 10. And I, I, I want to be with the smart money. It looks smart money to the under pitch just based on the line falling, but I'm a little wary of getting the worst of it. So kind of what I did um, in the, uh, in that chiefs um, game against the Bengals, let's take it up a little bit. See if we can get the under 54 and a half, give ourselves a little bit of wiggle room there. Um, we've talked quite a bit about Evan McPherson, a guy I'm really high on. And I kind of just like the way he carries himself. Uh, rookie uh, kicker here, 12 for 12 in the postseason. I took his over one and a half field goals at minus 140. You're playing in a dome. Uh, it was actually Matthew Barry was on Beeson earlier today saying, uh, I think to Patrick and Michael on the Lombardi line that they're good. They're like confident in him anywhere on the field, kicking a field goal. Uh, so right. uh, if we can get two or more, I feel good about that. One that I added last night, Pritch, I'd love to get your take. Logan Wilson, the most tackles. Okay. Uh, middle linebacker there for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. He's plus 275. The next closest guy is plus 450 reader. Then you got Bell, Pratt, Scott, some of these other guys like 10 to 1, 15 to 1. But Logan Wilson has been a tackling machine. So this is tackles plus assists. He's had 30 through three games. He's averaged 10. The next closest guy has averaged like six on both teams. So I like Wilson to lead this game in tackles and assists at plus 275. And then my last one, first time out, I'm going to go with the Rams here. Okay. First time out, minus 115. I just think Pritch McVeigh, a really good coach, but he sometimes injects himself in, into the game. Yeah. He's bold. He's kind of like, I'm not going to say he's emotional. He's but, caffeinated. Um, he's, he's definitely caffeinated. <laughs> I, I think he's going to be the guy to call the first time out. Yes. And also I wonder, fine print, Pritch, if he challenges a play and he loses the challenge and loses timeout, does that also count? I hope it does. You know, that's a great point right there. But, no, uh, his ego and then also he is caffeinated, though, uh, overly caffeinated, overly <laughs> so. That's not a bad bet. First time out uh, taken by the Rams minus 115. Uh, you know, the, the, the Chiefs, Mahomes, Mahomes, in that second half, you know about this, 8 of 18 for 50 yards and two touchdowns – or two interceptions, excuse me. I mean, who does that to Patrick Mahomes outside of the Bengals in the playoffs? Yeah, maybe Belichick with the uh, 87 Giants, Pritch. Other than that, uh, your D coordinator for the for the uh, Bengals here. Incredible stat right there. Jason Campbell, former NFL quarterback, joins the show. Come up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, 
wintergreen, citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host in Las Vegas. Your other host out in Boston is Josh Applebaum. Uh, pleasure to bring on to the program right now Jason Campbell, former NFL quarterback, current CBS Sports NFL Network analyst. You can follow him on Twitter at jcam underscore 17. Jason, how are you? What's going on, fellas? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, it's Friday, it's sunny, and uh, can't complain. That's right. No complaints on a Friday. That's for sure. That's a rule. Uh, around here on the show. Uh, Pleasure pleasure to have you because we're trying to get some more intel on the Bengals. And, you know, you played in that division with the Bengals as well. And, uh, you know, the Bengals, I believe, could be ahead of schedule what people are are trying to understand this football team. Uh, That division, tough to play in. The fact that they won that division. Help us understand the makeup of the Cincinnati Bengals this year. Yeah, you think about the Bengals, uh, like I said, it's been a – I would say that it's been a, a crazy ride. <laughs> you know, Zach Taylor got the job a couple of years ago, and you know, the first year he didn't have a really good season. The last year they drafted Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow had 13 touchdowns, five interceptions when he got hurt with the ACL injury. And then this year it's kind of like they they have a young nucleus, but I don't think they anticipated being as good as they are, as fast as they are. And uh, when you think about this football team, what Zach Taylor and his staff was able to, was able to do this year with a great young nucleus, I think they built themselves for that window. You know, we always call football a window. I mean, you have four to five years to have a shot to get a championship or be a consistent playoff team. And then the contract and everything getting away, your team get broken up. So you think about the talent that they was able to, to put in place when you got Mitch and you got uh, T. Higgins and you got Jamar Chase and you got Joe Burrow. You know, you got Eli Apple on the defense. You got young guys that's that on the D line, it's just guys everywhere. And CJ, you know, it's a tight end position. So there are players, and these guys, they play the relentless, and all of them have a story behind them that they was all doubted at some point. They was all, you know, saying, you know, guaranteed to be underachievement, uh, underachievers, and all of them have achieved. You know, you look at Jamar Chase, they told him in LSU that he couldn't even be a receiver, <laughs> and, and look what he's doing. And then Joe Burrow transferred from Ohio State and the things that he's doing for that franchise. So I think right now, man, they're riding away. But uh, this is a team that uh, they just believe in themselves because they've all had to fight through something. Jason, thanks so much for joining the show today. It's great to meet you for the first time. I got your take on, obviously, this is a betting show. And if you have a take here or a lean on the actual game itself, we have right now the uh, Rams favored by four points. The line got to four and a half. Looks like some Bengals money came in, brought it back down to four. And do we get a lower scoring game? You know, open around 50, it's down to 48 and a half. What do you expect out of this one, Jason? Is it worthwhile grabbing the points with the Bengals? Do the Rams really show that they're the best team in this game? And will we have a higher or lower scoring game? Well, I think yeah, I think the game would be kind of like you know mid thirties. Um, I could see this game being thirty-one twenty-seven, uh, thirty-five, you know, thirty-five twenty-seven type ball game. Just because the simple fact, both of these offenses can score points. Now, the thing is, the Rams defense is is kind of the A factor, and what I mean by that is, you got Aaron Donald, 
Yeah, he, he's going to draw double teams. And he's beat double teams all year this year to get 12 and a half sacks during the regular season, 84 tackles. And now you see, and then that singles up Von Miller in Florida on the outside. Then you got Jalen Ramsey, who's going to play Jamar Chase. So, as you the Bengals, how do you score against a defense that does so much, uh, that, that can cause so many problems? Well, one, you have to neutralize you have to neutralize their rush by getting the ball out quick, quick passing game, running the ball uh, more consistently, picking up first down, I mean, picking up positive yards on first down. Make the game where the game is, where you're controlling the ball game by controlling the ball and keeping the Rams offense on the sideline and uh, and everything. With the Rams having this as a home game, that's the only reason I take the points in this one because they'll have more of the crowd noise. They've had a chance to sit at home for the last three weeks. They hadn't had to go on the road and travel. So everything's been pretty much normal for them in this aspect. And for the Bengals, they're the ones that have to do a lot of travel. They had to go to Tennessee. They had to go to Kansas City. And then they had to travel out to L.A. So I like the points in this one with the Rams. We're speaking with Jason Campbell, former NFL quarterback, uh, current CBS Sports analyst, NFL Network as well. Uh, Jason, so let's get into this to this quarterback play because you, you just intrigued me here because there's a number of uh, prop bets uh, <laughs> that we can participate in, right? Uh, so, right. Uh, so consider Burrow and what he's going to face with that Rams front. Take us into the mind of Joe Burrow as a quarterback, what he's going to have to deal with. And, and then on top of that, you know, how do the Rams uh, move the ball against that, you know, drop in eight in coverage that kind of prevent style defense that the Bengals run? You know, you think about it, for Joe Burrow and that offense, uh, <laughs> the main thing about this game for them is don't think about the Tennessee Titans game. And the reason I say that is Tennessee Titans had nine sacks on Joe Burrow. Uh, three came from Jeffrey Simmons alone. So that's why I say Aaron Donald is a guy that he's probably going to get his sometimes. You have to respect that he's too great of a player not to get to Joe Burrow. So he's going to have some plays when he gets there. The main thing that Joe Burrow has to do is just protect the football at all costs. Uh, no one to just say, okay, they got me. But the one thing that Joe does very well is extending a play. And he's done it all year long where he's able to, you know, hold the ball in the pocket. He's able to scramble and uh, create some great plays on the run, on the move. So you can't. So I, I feel like this doesn't bother him. This doesn't fear him. And that's the thing that makes the Bengals so scary is their football team is not afraid. They went to Kansas City and looked like they were about to get run out of the building. And then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, late in the game, they find their rhythm in the second half and hold one of the best quarterbacks in this era to a three rating and uh, as a quarterback rating. So this makes this team dangerous. I think Joe Mixon is there. It's the guy. I know everyone wants to talk about Jamar Chase, but I want to talk about T. Higgins. Joe Mixon, to me, is the biggest thing in this game because how he runs the football and the yards that he gets out of the backfield catching the ball is going to help neutralize the Rams defense if he can get going. Jason, it's better as well. And your other question, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you, against the Rams, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, Jason, I wish we could have you on all day. (laughs) Once the Super Bowl ends, we're all going to be starting to bet on the NFL draft. I would just love your take in college. Any quarterback you really like coming out of college, you look at the mocks, it's, you know, Corral, Pickett, Willis is intriguing from Liberty. Any quarterback that you think is underrated or maybe the best QB coming out of this crop of new quarterbacks? Oh, man, that's a great question. You know, I know everyone was high on the kid out of North Carolina the year before. Uh, he didn't have that big of a senior year this year, but he has a big arm. Uh, he can throw the football. But I would have to go with probably Pickett. Uh, you know, he's a guy that can spin the football. I understand he, he had Pittsburgh to a really good record. But, you know, he's a guy that I think if you put him in the right system with the right people around him, he can really have an effect. 
Corral to me is a guy that, uh, you know, he's very injury prone because of his style of play. And, you know, playing against Ole Miss, I'll cover a couple of their games, uh, being with Auburn in the past, in his last couple of years. And so he's a tough guy, but at the same time, is he durable? Uh, Malik Willis is an interesting guy. Uh, you know, a guy that coached by Hugh Freeze, had a great senior year, had a chance to go back for another year with the COVID protocols, and uh, he's really taking advantage of that. He's a big guy. I think for him, it's just a matter of uh, can he de- can keep developing as a passer. I, we know he can run the ball. Yeah, Jason, I think you mentioned uh, that you like uh, to see some points in this Super Bowl. The total is at 48 and a half. I, I bet it over. Uh, so going back to Matthew Stafford, how does he throw the ball against eight dropping in coverage uh, like the Cincinnati Bengals might do? Right, exactly. And that's the thing I was going to get to is, when you think about you want to get the three-man front like that and they're dropping eight guys, the whole thing the Bengals want to do is play that bend but don't break style defense. Like, you can get from 20 to 20, you're going to get some yards. But when you get to that 20 to the end zone, that red zone area, that's when they start trying to tighten the screw on you. That's when they let their young guys try to come out to the quarterback. And they're just hoping on you to make a mistake. They're hoping on Matthew Stafford when you have to go make him go on 12 to 14 to 15 play drives. When he has to do that, they're banking on him turning the ball over at least one time. And they saw the same game against Tampa. They saw the 49ers game where they had some opportunities. They didn't capitalize on a lot of them. So they feel like if they could just make them have to be impatient because we know the Rams like to hit the big play. They know they like to hit Cooper Cup or hit Odell. You know, they like those big hitting plays. But can you force them, which they did against the 49ers, they had some long play drives, mm-hmm. but can they do that consistently for a four-quarter game is what the Cincinnati Bengals going to try to make them do in order to, to win this football game. Oh. Great insight, great information right there. Jason Camel, uh, current CBS Sports uh, NFL Network analyst. You can follow him on Twitter at jcam underscore 17. Jason, outstanding. Thanks a lot for your time. No, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Josh, a lot of information right there. Great info. I'm looking at Kenny Pickett in these mocks, Bridge. I, I don't know. First quarterbacks. I'm, see, I'm already thinking about the draft. We right. got to get through the Super Bowl first before the draft, <laughs> my man. You, you dropped a nugget with the green dot guy, Eric Weddle. Uh, and so that 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 was heavy. Uh, we're certainly going to build on that as the deep dive into the Super Bowl comes up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. 
Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM presents a fun way to bet the big game. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on pro football's big game. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use code SB200 when you make your first bet. You can also earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for room nights and dining at MGM Resorts nationwide. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Welcome back to the program. Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, uh, it's decision time. We, we've both made decisions on the game. Uh, I don't think I'm done shopping for props, though, because props are so much fun. Uh, but I do want to throw some stats at you, though, when it comes to these teams. Um, and, and, you know, maybe you know this or maybe you don't, but just how hot Cincinnati has been uh, as a team. All year long, ATS 13-7, and seven, the Rams 10-10. and 10. Uh, That's significant to me, I think, as an underdog, Cincinnati 8-3 and three ATS. That really stood out to me. Yeah, it really stands out. It kind of tells you, you know, uh, do you show up for these big games? Do you cover these numbers when you're a dog? When you're expected to win, do you cover numbers as a favorite? Now, kind of the thing that I like about the Bengals in this spot, uh, number one, I'm getting an inflated line on a dog in the Super Bowl. So to me, that's value just in general. Uh, But they've been in this spot before, Pritch. They've been an underdog. It really started, uh, and again, we do have, um, I believe Joe Burrow is 12-7 and ATS in his career as an underdog. Uh, we have seen these dogs getting three or more since 08. They're 8-2 against the spread. But really, in particular, the Bengals. Like, um, the, It really goes to show, when they play a higher level of competition, they show up for these games. It started in that regular season game against Kansas City. When they were a three-and-a-half-point dog, you went outright. Then look at their last two games. You went to Tennessee as a four-point dog. You went outright. Obviously, the most impressive thing is going to Air Arrowhead, seven and a half point dog. You cover that number as well. And there is a stack going on, uh, going around Twitter right now, Pritch. I want to say the team who has the better ATS record is something like, I don't know, 10 and five ATS the last 15 Super Bowls. I don't know the exact number, but typically we've seen this trend where the team who covers more often ends up covering the Super Bowl more often. And there's another thing going around with Joe Burrow. And if you date back to college, his must win games or the, mm-hmm. you know, these big games from, uh, you know, the, um, the, the college football playoff and then the championship and then these games this year in the playoffs. There's something like he's 6-0 in these must-win games from college to the NFL. So, you add it all together, uh, I like the spot here grabbing the points with Burrow. Yeah, absolutely. We're looking at some betting trends here, uh, which are incredible, certainly. I mean, there's a lot of ways to get to your decision. Uh, I think with this matchup, 
Uh, I just don't want to over or gloss over the fact that that division, that AFC North division, uh, it's a tough-minded, resilient division. I mean, just by nature, you have to be that type of athlete. Uh, You have to be physical, too. And I know the offensive line, uh, they have presented problems for Joe Burrow on his journey to the Super Bowl. But I will say this as football players, uh, offensive line coach, he will rally the troops. He will have a speech ready to make sure they do all they can to protect Joe Burrow against the Rams. I mean, yeah, physically, again, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're going to put your body on the line. You're not going to you're gonna do whatever it takes. Right. If I'm an alignment there, I'm, I'm about, you know, I don't know, six inches short and about 200 pounds light. But uh, <laughs> I would I would break a leg to protect Burrow in this game if you're one of these linemen. Do whatever it takes to, you know, give yeah. him time to get the ball out. And Pritch, to your point, again, I'm joking around with the draft right around the corner. Can't wait to bet on that. March Madness is right around the corner. But to your point, like when you're in this, you know, uh, really tough division where these games are all all these grudge matches with divisional opponents. Now, you could say the same thing with the uh, with the Rams, that division, obviously, with the Niners and the, and the Cardinals and you know, the Seahawks had a down year. But when you get to March Madness, we talked about it before. I like leaning on teams coming from a conference where you have a high level of competition and you've been in these really tight must-win games. I think it's really benefited the Bengals here going up against, again, the Steelers, the Ravens, the Browns uh, two times a year. That can be something that they can lean on. When the going gets tough, this team steps up. If you're giving me points, I like them in this spot. Yeah, absolutely. And also two teams uh, that are not penalized that much. Uh, you haven't brought up all week. I'm shocked that you have not brought up the officiating crew yet. Uh, maybe you're going to do it now. Uh, but two teams that are, are, are lowly penalized. I mean, so maybe we get that game. I mean, you think about the Rams, number two, uh, least penalized team, and the Bengals, number three, least penalized teams, too. So we should get a, a clean game out there, Josh. Looking forward to that. So decision time. Uh, Rams, uh, prediction, prediction time. We've made decisions. Prediction, I think the Rams win 31-28 over the Bengals. So I'll take that. That's a three-point loss, Bridge. That'll cover my four and a half here. Uh, I threw out 27-24 Rams. Uh, I think this is a field goal type game. Uh, and then someone reached out to me and they said, but then your Evan McPherson prop wouldn't cash if it's 27-24. So you got to kind of think through all your props and if they can kind of like contradict your, yourself or, or not. Um, but I see a tight game. I just think the Rams, you know, last second field goal, that sort of thing, I'll give them a slight edge. Uh, but to me, this this is a Bengals in the points play. And Pritch, you know, it's like uh, it's like the last day of school on Friday before, before uh, summer break. It kind of feels like today before the Super Bowl. So let's have some fun. I dialed it up. You know who the uh, lead official is in the Super Bowl this year? Your buddy, Ron Torbert. Okay. So Ron Torbert, let's look what he's got here. He's pretty good 50-50 when it comes to the total. So he's technically very slightly to the under 51.4%. Mm-hmm. Really nothing crazy there. But he is kind of a road ref. And again, theoretically, I know it's weird. Like the designation is that the Rams are the road team. When in reality, they're the home team. And mm-hmm. It's in their home stadium. Neutral. But neutral he's field. been a Neutral field. Exactly. So I guess maybe this doesn't apply, but if you kind of think about the game in LA, I'm grasping at straws here as I'm a Bengals backer, but he is really good to road teams, 62 and 44 against the spread, almost 60%. So I'll take it. Even though technically the Bengals are the home team here. Well, as a player, Josh is the reason, one of the reasons why I wanted to bet the over 48 and a half, as well as I'm thinking that maybe the public uh, move that line higher Who knows? Uh, but as a player, when I know that I'm one of the least penalized teams out there, uh, the Rams are number two in, in the National Football League this year, at least penalized teams. Uh, the Bengals are number three. Like, move out the way, officials. Let these two teams solve it on the field or, or, or decide it on the field. If they get involved in this game at all, I'll be shocked. 
I will too. And again, you kind of got to know your role, Pritch. No one's going to tune in this Sunday and say, wow, I really want to see Ron Torbert throw a bunch mm-hmm. of yellow flags. Like that's not what we're looking for. And I, you know, Roger Goodell, you know, the reputation of the NFL is on the line. So you want a clean game. I mean, if it's egregious, you get hooked, right. you pass interference, you know, throw the flag, like just make the right call. Just don't be overzealous. Like Pritch, I sweat college basketball every night. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't believe like Kennesaw state against Western Illinois. These refs are going nuts. They're throwing their stuff. They're yet like they want to be the star of the show. Let's go the other way in the Super Bowl. Let's let the players uh, do all the talking. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree with you on that one. Move out the way. Let these teams go at it, uh, which they should, and rightly so. So, therefore, I like the over situation, especially if we can get uh, a clean game. The Market Insights podcast, Josh, look forward to that each and every day. Uh, What did you have on your podcast today? What plays? Where are you going? Yeah, so we got all kinds of stuff here, Pritch, going into Super Bowl weekend. I'll give you a couple NHL real quick. I know we don't talk a ton of NHL, but uh, two games that caught my eye. Dallas Stars tonight. They're at home against the Winnipeg Jets. Dallas Stars open at around a minus 140 favorite. They've been steamed up to around uh, minus 150 now. These home favorites of the line move are cashing 70% of the time this year, almost an 8% return on investment. So I'll take Dallas there. Another late what night uh, sweat. I know our buddy Patrick Maher is on it with me. The Anaheim Ducks tonight. You're going up against a backup goalie with Seattle. Seattle's been awful on the road. Ducks are rested, ready to go. They've been steamed minus 140 up to around minus 155. Uh, And Seattle is one of the worst road teams as well. So I'll go Anaheim. I'll go Dallas. And then uh, in college basketball, Pritch, two games that caught my eye. Number one, uh, University of Connecticut, the Huskies. They're on the road at Xavier. Xavier's been struggling a little bit here. They've lost two in a row. UConn's coming off a big win. Public is split, doesn't really know what to do. Both these teams are ranked, and Xavier is at home, laying a short number. But all movement's been toward Connecticut. Connecticut open getting one and a half. Now they're down to one. Uh, You're really banking on UConn's offense, averaging almost 80 a game, only around 73 for Xavier. On the boards, a big advantage, 42 a game versus 43. Uh, A small rest advantage. So I'm on UConn. Shop around, try to get a one and a half. The other dog I'm on, Fresno State tonight, Pritch. Fresno State's going to Colorado State. Good matchup here late night, 9.30 p.m. Everybody's grabbing uh, Colorado. They're coming off a big win, and you have Fresno coming off a a couple bad losses. Uh, Colorado State open lane six. They've stayed at six despite being a public play. At times, it's gotten down to five and a half. I grabbed the plus six with Fresno. That's kind of a blueprint, you know, road conference contrarian uh, dog opportunity, and they have a really good defense. They're only going up like 57 a game versus almost 70 there for Colorado State. All right, uh, question for you because it – uh, in regards to the NBA association, uh, Denver is catching six, six points against your Celtics out there. Uh, 218 is the total. Why, why are they catching six points? That seems fishy, Pritch, because with all the moves that the Celtics have made, I think they have like five open roster spots that they need to fill here. By the way, I think Derek White is kind of an underrated move. Brad Stevens was really excited yeah, about that. I know. It seems fishy. Pritch, it looks like Sharps are on the Celtics here. They have been playing great. They've won a bunch in a row. But I would look toward the over in that game. Okay. Open around 217 and a half. But up to 218, we do have Dallas, one of the best over teams this year. Uh, 11 and, or sorry, Denver, mm-hmm. uh, 11 and four to the over their last 15. Non-conference overs that rise, Pritch, 57% this year. All right, thank you for that information. It's going to help me uh, make a decision on that bet right there. Josh, great job this week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the Super Bowl, Pritch. Get me an autograph from Billy Walters if you can, Pritch. Uh, I will try. I definitely <laughs> will try. The Edge come up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. 
Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.